welcome to the plot podcast the podcast where we take a look at some of the biggest movies from days gone by and mm, mostly ignore it look at the ones that come out on the exact same day now my name is lincoln i'm out here with my man sam sam how you doing mixed bag lincoln how you doing if anything continuing on from last week um sam you were not doing well um, no your finger frankly disgusted you want to see it today yeah go on then I'll, I'll describe it. Yep, that's a that's a disgusted ass finger. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, there's colours um, that shouldn't be on there. There's, uh, on a human. On a human, it's green, um, yellow. It's uh, delicious. But um, it's actually interesting that you mentioned this. This kind of like um, the kind of fallibility of of you know the human body. Um, actually very at play for the movies that we've picked for the podcast this week. Uh, the one being The Terminator, mm-hmm. 1984, and the next one being First Born, mm. starring um, Corey Haim and also um, Peter Robocop. Weller. Robocop. Um, who is on form. He is uh, he's on fire in this one. But um, let's start with The Terminator, my dude. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it before. Of course. Yeah. What's, you, you know what? You go first this time. What's your relationship with this movie? I'll tell you what, man. I have to actually have, I have a confession. Shout out to my man, Asha. He's out there. Um, I have never seen the first Terminator minute one to end. Really? I, I, yeah. The, I'll tell you what. I've seen it a bunch of times because it always comes on TV. You know you know what it's like. Mm-hmm. But um, I've actually never seen it beginning to end. I've always seen like the last half or like 20 minutes, but about mm. watched it um, kind of pillar to post for the first time this weekend. Man, it's a lovely little joint. It's great. I've seen all the rest. I've seen all the rest though. Oh, I've, 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 I've only then got on to two and three. I've never seen anything. Three. I, was, oh. I checked out at three. Oh yeah. I checked out at three as well. Oh, okay. Um, I, um, right. I do want to see the new one with Linda Hamilton though. Yeah, I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm good. I might just see it um, just because Linda Hamilton is like arms goals, dude. She's got great arms. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? To, I'm trying to get that program. Uh, Terminator 2 will always be the best to me. Mm-hmm. But I think Terminator 1's a better crafted movie. It's interesting that you say that, man, because Terminate, the first Terminator, so much more than the sum of its parts. Because I can imagine like moving my head back to 1984 like this is basically like it's a, a little bit like a b movie right there's a you know and it's kind of elevated like he's got no famous actors at the time i think arnold schwarzenegger isn't like world famous um he's a little bit famous but he's not like you know off the charts famous and um then the terminator comes along and i like the 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 the, the music and like um the action sequences the mythology that that gets kind of it, it gets kind of like thrown out to you in little crumbs, really interesting and like keeps it moving along and keeps you interested all the way, even though, you know, you know, ultimately when you're watching it back, you know, the entire story and the history and everything. So, okay, this is what, can you give us a quick rundown of, of the plot of Terminator 1? Um, if you haven't seen the Terminator, um, which is shocking, but if you haven't seen it, so there is a war somewhere around the mid nineties, um, the machines take over. And to be honest, um, I'm good with that now. Um, if the machines want to take over guys, just fucking do it. 
because mm. um, it's a lot of work. And, <laughs> um, and in a weird way in my life, like in the Matrix, I'm like, you know what? If I just have to be a slave to a machine, I'm yeah. going to I'm I'm take it. I'm going to take that. All right. Well, I uh, yeah, just to cut in briefly, I do like that there is a point where the protagonist says that some of them were kept alive to work. Yeah. And I am thinking like, right, what's like a a self-replicating robot society doing being like, yeah, grab a bunch of fucking just gooey human people and just make them lift shit. What's yeah, the- I, I think that's more of like a revenge for like the whole Tamagotchi <laughs> virtual bit thing. They were like, they kept, they kept us around to prove a point. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Terminator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, T1, T-1000, if I'm not mistaken. T- I think he's the 800. T-800, okay. So he gets sent back in time to go and murder Linda Hamilton, who um, is going to give birth to um, the Messiah, essentially, uh, who is going to lead the resistance against um, against the machines. Mm. At, at the same time, um, the impossibly handsome uh, Kyle Reese is mm. sent back in time as well. And uh, he is sent to protect Sarah Connor, uh, Linda Hamilton. Uh, they end up boning um, uh, 80s music style. It was beautiful. It was, mm-hmm. little so- it was all soft focus. It was little arpeggiated pianos. It was, <laughs> it was gorgeous. And um, plot twist, of course, is that she um, is uh, becomes pregnant with Carl Reese's child, who uh, is would go on to be John Connor, who we meet in the second movie. And um, yeah, the majority of the movie is basically a, sl- a, a slasher film. Is yeah. um, Arnold Schwarzenegger chasing Linda Hamilton and, and I actually forget Carl Reese's name. Yeah, I can um, never remember his name. Yeah, I can never remember. It's like Michael Bean or uh, Bine, Michael Bean. I'm not, I've never had to say it out loud, so I, I try and avoid it. But um, Kyle Reese yeah. is a better name. And yeah, so the, the movie is just this kind of back and forth, him trying to escape the Terminator and the Terminator being relentless, being he's kind of a, he's a, a robot with human flesh surrounding mm-hmm. him so they can kind of blend in very easily. Um, yeah, but what is your relationship to this joint? You've seen it before. Um, what did you feel about watching it this time? I actually liked it. I liked it more this time than I have any other time. Mm. It's mm. weird. I, I, I probably haven't, se- I haven't seen it in probably over 10 years uh but like to, i i remember my dad sitting me down seeing me and my even younger brother down we must have been like eight and four maybe to watch terminator 2 and that was just like the wildest thing i'd ever seen so as a kid when i went back to terminator 1 i was like this is so much less wild than all the cool shit i've already seen mm. but this time th- okay this is what i thought was really cool this time was it's the first act is so good at exposition and there's almost no dialogue and the way they tell you what's going on all you know that you know the film opens and it's like oh 2029 robots killed us don't fucking worry yeah. about it cut back to 1984 and then arnie and kyle reese you know come back through the things and it's just really good the way oh also you know what shout out we always talk about this five minutes in full penis full penis and it's fucking it's a pretty big penis guys i'm not gonna lie um, as I always, you know, if I'm honest with myself, as I always suspected it would be, um, Arnold mm. Schwarzenegger, huge dong. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's made me question a lot of what I've heard about steroids. No. Yeah. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger probably dabbled in, in, in steroids. I might or might not leave that in depending on 
um, some Ofcom complaints. <laughs> but, um, he's a huge human being and he's always been big. So I am not surprised that he's uh, got a beautiful, long, uh, slippery schlong. Um, and uh, one of the most unattainable bodies I've ever seen. The guy is built like a fucking uh, a trapezium. Like he is insane. Carl Reese, very beautiful body too. Um, yeah, also insanely unattainable. That that one is the one that gets me more because I'm like, it, it feels like they cast Arnold Schwarzenegger because he was so big. And then Kyle was like, somebody drew him to be the good guy counterbalance to that body type. Lithe, a proper, <laughs> like, like proper, like, I'll tell you this. I think in a soldier battle situation, Kyle Reese way more useful. Oh yeah. Than Schwarzenegger. Cause he's carrying around all that extra muscle. Like, what are you going to do with that? But like, yeah. you know, Kyle Reese, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. You're right. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're aiming at Arnie, you're like, oh, okay. I could shoot three guys. Do you know what I mean? I can just spray, but, um, yeah. I'll also like, Carl, I think Carl Reese, like that body is just also just kind of like useful around the house. You know, like if you have to like put up a shelf or something, like mm -hmm. if you want someone to help you move, which you recently did, uh, Sam, you've got to pick Carl Reese. Yeah. You got to pick Carl Reese ahead of, uh, Arnie. Yeah, no, the T-800 isn't fitting up my stairs. There's no way he's not even getting his body in. Uh, you know what? Okay, sorry. On the Back to the, on the exposition thing, it's like they just do a really good job. Like Arnie comes out, straight away, uh, straight away kills these punks for their clothes, just murders mm -hmm. them. And then this other guy comes through, uh, admittedly steals a homeless guy's tracksuit bottoms, but is then it manages to disarm a cop and he's not killing anyone. And you're like, mm. okay, oh, this is the good guy, bad guy, right? It's like, yeah. th there's this. And the, that whole setup is just to get us into Sarah Connor's head to be like, what the fuck is going on? And you're like, it, it, it's so good at exposition for sort of the first 40 minutes. And, it, and, and that's like the kind of the golden rule, right? Show, don't tell. Um, it's, it's, almost, it's almost abstract. And it, like, I shouldn't be able to tell what's going on, but I can. Mm, mm. Um, the thing I do want to say though is when Kyle Reese comes back in time he ends up getting chased by all these cops and it's this sort of it's about five minute sequence of him running away getting trying to figure out what year it is and then he ends up hiding in a clothes shop uh, the whole thing just builds up to one massive Nike advert yeah I mean you gotta get the you gotta get the bag although at the time I don't know if Nike would have been able to give the, give the this movie didn't have a huge budget did it I think they, I mean, I think all of the budget is Nike budget and they're like, man, I can't wait till <laughs> that number 23 kicks off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking, man, you know, what's also interesting, like I was thinking about it's like, I'm really interested in, and I'm sure there's a really clever PDF somewhere that someone can, can point me to, um, depictions of the future. And when it switched from guys walking around with cut off gloves and, sh and NFL linebacker shoulder pads. And um, <laughs> random garbage cans on fire. Yeah. To like super amazing white light AI, uh, Missy Elliott music video type future. Because for, for most of the eighties, for most of the eighties, the type of future that we see is is this kind of future. If you look at like um, Escape from New York, um, you look at other futuristic movies where we, we go forward in time. Mm. This is kind of the this is kind of the energy, it's like a kind of a ratty uh, urban ghetto. Yeah, 
And um, at, cer- at a certain point, it switches. And I, I wonder when that is. I wonder like when we decide that like, oh, actually the future is going to be better than, than it is now. <laughs> yeah, well. But it's I just going to, it's just going to be, the problems we're going to have is like moral problems as opposed to like where we're going to find, like Demolition Man, for example. Like mm. everyone, like that's like one example of uh, of the future that mirrors this. Yeah, yeah. But that, even that's 90s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's quite late, you know. But think about even the types of movies and the way that like cities are presented and stuff. Like mm. if you think about like the, the big problem is in the like in the eighties with Reaganomics and everything is crime. Yeah, crime, crime is the big thing. That's what that's what's going to take us down. Mm. Um, eventually, we were like, now we got crime under control. What's going to take us down? Ethics. ethics are we're gonna get the ethics wrong on something and we're gonna predict a murder that never happened like (laughs) like that's at some point you know things we feel like ah we got crime under control um yeah yeah somewhere in like early 1999 (laughs) slash 2001 what's the fight it's the internet though isn't it that's what changed that's the that's the big jump is that you go Pre, pre-internet they're like well i guess we're all just going to be killing each other for dusty bin me and then the, the, and then the internet comes out and they're like oh you just send it you can just send yeah. the meat around the yeah. world but the, and then but then that's what the terminator the world that it's presenting is why it's so far ahead of its time the concept of ai um developing to such an extent that like it'll fuck us up and the world will just be this kind of you know this battleground. And that was, ooh, that's interesting. And then it went away. Mm. And then now we're like, oh yeah, hundred percent. This is this is what's gonna do us in. Unless we fucking cook the planet first. Um AI, that's that's what that's what's gonna fuck us up. Yeah. Well, it's it's because again, it's because the, again the inter- the internet bred a whole new form of lying. Where it was like, oh, you just don't need to say who you are, where, like, where you're from, wh- what you are, what you believe. That I feel like the deceit in ter- the deceit in Terminator is these machines are going to get sentient and fuck us over. But the reality that is so much less sexy is, oh no, they're just going to use the AI to sell you stuff mm-hmm. you don't need. You're like, oh. Yeah, that's a little bit shit. You can't have that. If like if the ter- if Terminator went back in time to like stop antitrust laws and stuff, mm-hmm. like that's, that's not that doesn't really work. Just a long drawn out court case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I th- there's two things I want to mm. I want to ask you about specifically before we move on from Terminator, right? And one is. Does the time travel... I want to just give a shout out to comedian Declan Kennedy. We had this debate. We disagreed. Does the time travel make sense? 100%, yeah. How? It makes sense because time is not a time is not a straight line. It's the circle. So mm. the things that is... This whole thing is circular. You as the viewer are seeing this event in time from one angle. But you can also see it from two other angles. And if you can imagine like a, a circle... You're watching from the outside through the circle, but you're also w- watching straight to the inside on the opposite point of the circle. If you know what I mean. I do not. Okay. There's <laughs> a, okay. Pay attention. This is important. Right. <laughs> so there's a circle, right? Uh-huh. You are looking from the outside of the circle. In. All right. right looking outside in. in. You're looking outside in, but you are also looking outside in onto the inside of the other side of the circle. 
Bruh, that, okay, I feel like I feel like you have to definitely leave this in, and I I I like I want to get some messages about this. Like this no, just sounds like it, bullshit to me. How is it bullshit? This is the time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a paradox for one. It's not meant to be solved. Right. Yeah. No. Um, so that yeah, I get. Ahead. What I don't get, right, is John. Okay, Sarah Connor exists, mm-hmm. right, in the eighties. Uh, she then at some point gives birth to her son, John Connor, mm-hmm. right? And then Cyberdyne, this company, you know, where the AI becomes self-aware, starts making robots and the, ro- the robots wage war, right? Then Kyle Reese is born. Yeah. Uh, uh, and ends up serving under John Connor. And John Connor goes, hey, buddy, would you mind going back in time and just quickly trying to bag my mum? Yes, because the time is a circle. It's but not it's- a... It's not a straight line. You are oh, like if you you're not you're not like that's the problem. You're looking mm. from this from you're experiencing it from our perspective. I feel like that right because here's the thing. I feel like there are two quick fixes that could be done in this movie just to clear it up straight away. One is just have John Connor like have a flash of John Connor in the future. I know that it's he's this mystical messiah character and we don't want him on screen, but have him in in one of uh, Kyle Reese's like memories, and then at the end, just just show it, just be a diff- a bit different, and you're like, oh, he wasn't John Connor was always going to be born, but this time it's Kyle Reese's kid. I'll say, but then what you're having there is you you want two separate um, kinds of storytelling. There, you want you want a multiverse, one where yeah, dif- different types of universes, and you know what, that is as as valid as the other. It, yeah, it's just it's just easier to understand, but it is actually not that hard to understand. Like, because okay, because all right, this is the thing. But so so we were talking about this. It it still doesn't make any sense to me. I th- I think it's fine. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It doesn't need to make sense, right? I still think it's bullshit. Um, but what I liked was I was like I was watching this film and I was waiting. I was like, where's the bit where they explain? just explain how time travel works in their world. Do you know what I mean? Like in this film universe, it's like, I just want to know how it works. And there's a point where they're trying to ask Kyle Reese and he goes, you go back into, I don't fucking know. I'm not a tech guy. And I'm like, that's the expositional dialogue for stop asking fucking questions, bro. It's no, just- I, I, I honestly don't think as far, cause there's certain time terrible movies where it doesn't really make sense because Back to the Future, for example. Back to the Future seems to have a time traveling mechanism where um, it's not a circle because they can go back in time, but there's also um, various different outcomes, kind of um, what you might call it, um, butterfly effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as as it were, um, which isn't for me nearly as consistent as the Terminator because the events that they that they give you there's like two events. Yeah, they give you is he's go back in time. He gets his girl pregnant, and then he goes back in time again. So it's like it's a it's it goes it's so because the problem with Back to the Future is there's so many different events mm-hmm. and so many different um, possibilities. So the only thing that makes sense is a um, is a multiverse is a different slivers, but it doesn't seem to present that. Um, mm. It makes you do that. Whereas I don't think that's the case for Terminator. I'm very like. I'm very cool with with the Terminator story. Like you are overhearing the story, you aren't like experiencing it in mm. in real time. Like you are sitting on the outside watching the circle spin around. Uh, Obviously, yeah, uh, while you are within your own circle, 
yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I'll go with it. It's just you said circle so many times in the explanation of time travel, and I don't think a circle is even mentioned in the movie. Oh, but it's like obviously. It's, oh, it's implied. It's an implied circle. <laughs> it's an implied circle. Sam, what are you a fucking moron? It's an implied <laughs> circle. <laughs> right. <laughs> because also, and you've brought it up as well naturally, is there is the, the back to the difference in back to the future time travel, but at the core of both of these stories is somebody mm. going back in time to either have sex with their own or best friend's mum. Yeah. What I'm saying is that I feel like the logic never holds because the writers are so obsessed with sexy mums. Look, man, sexy mums, um, we are here, Shaft still in the Hamilton, great triceps. Um mm -hmm. Great biceps as well. Uh, not so much in this film, but definitely in T2. She is fucking jacked up. So hard. Jacked up. Um, but Sam, we have to leave Terminator aside for just a moment. Mm -hmm. Just a moment. Um, as we um, have a word from our sponsors. No, no. There's no, no one ever sponsors. <laughs> um, no, we have to uh, leave Terminator aside. And we have to look at... Um, the movie that came out on the exact same day. And now this is lovely to me because I looked up the IMDb um, for uh, Firstborn. And they do, they do say there that uh, unfortunately this film was out on the same day um, as The Terminator, which yeah. um, I quite enjoyed. I thought, mm. yeah, thank you. And uh, in fact, that's our time travel. That's our yeah. uh, <laughs> gone back in time. And as you can see, um, even in podcasting, time is a circle. So um, <laughs> look, implied. going forward, implied circle. Thank you. Um, no, the, the movie that we're watching um, that came out on the exact same day, First Born, mm. um, not the 2016 one, 1984, starring Peter Weller, uh, a very young uh, Corey Haim, mm. and um, some next breath. Uh, also Robert Downey Jr. Actually. Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Sarah Downey Jessica Jr. Parker. Um, SJP, she's in there as well. Um, what do you think of this movie? Can you give us a brief kind of um, summary? Not necessarily walk us through the plot. This is a it's it's a story. It's like a, a middle class American family, single mom, two sons. Uh, she gets a new boyfriend. The son is suspicious, and over the course of the film, well, we learn this guy is a piece of shit, and it's mm. all about this kind of abusive. It's that it's the encroaching abuse of this mm. is the story all right what did you think of it sam off the rip uh, mate it's, it's a it's a 50 50 loved it and hated it at the same time oh my um, god what, what, wait okay i've got no let me fit i'll do this and then i want to hear you the, yeah yeah go ahead go ahead 50 percent of it i was like i really this is a really interesting story i've never seen I've never seen this movie before. I've never seen this story told this way in this in a film before because what I quite liked was understanding the escalation. Do you know what I mean? It's like he comes in, yeah, he's kind of, hmm, he's okay. And then it gets worse and worse. And I really like that. And then 50% of this movie is also like corny 80s. It's, just, it's like you can't have an abuse, like a, a story about domestic abuse where the kid's running out of the house and then there's like this mad hype 80s synth soundtrack as they chase each other through like uh, alleyways and cardboard boxes. Yeah. It was just bizarre. This was, um, this is actually very annoying Sam, because I have the exact same experience of this film, um, which isn't good for the podcast because because yeah. um, there's no uh, stakes, there's no jeopardy. But um, I feel exactly the same. So Peter Weller, aka Robocop, plays this uh, stepdad who comes in and he encroaches on this family life. 
Uh, let me learn the name of the oldest uh, oldest son who kind of takes the Corey, brunt. No. Corey Heim, right? I think it's Jack. Corey Heim's the kid. Corey Heim's the younger brother. The, the oldest, Christopher Collette. Christopher Collette. We don't know his name. Um, he is the older brother, and then the younger brother is um, Corey Heim. Um, and they basically, yeah, they share this lovely existence with their single mum. Her mum, the single mum, is um, uh, there's a, the kind of the inciting moment for this mm. is their biological father comes to visit them, and um, the mum thinks that you know they're going to reconnect, but the biological father's moved on. He's, uh, you know, has a nice girlfriend or a nice fiance, as it were, and she seems lovely. Holy mm. God, she seems really nice. And yeah. the boys get the boys get along with them with her as well. Um, so that's not the problem. The problem is the mum kind of goes into a tailspin, mm -hmm. and she brings back Robocop, and basically that's where the whole fucking thing goes goes wrong. Um, and I think just to, to say, I think, as you were saying, the kind of slow escalation, what makes this movie really good to me is it does a really good job of painting the, um, the scene of like a happy adolescence that gets disrupted because he has a nice friendship group. Um, he has a good relationship with his mum. He looks after his brother. Um, he's doing well at school. He's playing, he's active at lacrosse. Um, and so when Peter Weller shows up and, and disrupts that, you feel it and you invest it because you understand how much this kid's life meant to him before this guy arrived. Yeah. And again, I, I think the, the thing is when you know me and people with money in films, right? Yeah. When the, when the film started, I was like, I could fucking give a shit about the, the living in like it's a billion square foot house. It was basically, to be fair though, it was, I, I had no idea of the geography, of the layout of this house. I was like, cause it's like the hotel from The Shining. Like, yeah. So every time they turn, I'm like, where's this room in this house? You have three mezzanines in the same room. <laughs> where's this room? Like, <laughs> I actually also wrote down in my notes, it's like, this is the whitest movie I've ever seen. Like, yeah, this okay. Is, um, oh my God, I wrote the same. If whatever boys in the hood was to black people, this movie, <laughs> this movie is to white people. It is, it is extreme. I put down exactly the same thing in my notes when the boy got mad and went off and rode his dirt bike. And I was like, come on, man. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a, okay, there's a great scene where the guy, the kid has a lacrosse coach. Basically, um, the lacrosse team has a coach that has to like explain to him. He has to give them like a hygiene lecture for some reason. He has to be like, <laughs> yeah. so it's important that you wash your feet, that you wash your testicles, and then you wash something else. I can't your remember. Face. Your face. Obviously not in that order. That's not a good look. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know what? This reminds me so much of my time at high school. Or at um, when I was a teenager. And our coach would just fucking just give us the worst advice, <laughs> man. Like, I remember once. Like, ever Stop me if I've told this story on the podcast before, Sam. But um, I remember I was in Argentina. We'd gone on a rugby tour when I was a kid. It was like 16 or something. And then obviously someone had told our rugby coach, hey, man, you got to tell these kids about, you know, sex and <laughs> stuff like that. Why? I, I, did, I don't know. But like, obviously, because we're like, we're all kids, we're all lads on tour or whatever. So he goes, we're in the lobby of this big um, hotel. 
and he goes, guys, um, there's going to be a time where a girl's going to come up to you and she's going to say, here I am. <laughs> and it's up to you in that time. Um, if you're going to get caught with a slow puncture, then that's going to happen. And we're all there like, oh, oh man, what's a slow... Does anyone know what a slow puncture is? Does anyone know what a slow puncture is? Never heard of this. And like, also, where are these girls? Can we, where, do you, do you have places? Can you tell us? Because we will go there. I really like the idea that one of, one of, one of your mates from that team is still sitting there to this day being like, oh, they're coming. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting. Right at the beginning of the film, we're introduced to the, the, is it the English teacher? Yes. The English, this like hardline English teacher who's like super fucking serious about everything all the time. And the thing, it's weird because it's like, it's the, it's the B plot, right? It's the B mm. plot of the movie is, um, what's the kid's name again? Jake. Jake is the, is when Jake finally snaps. Um, when, so obviously Jake's having a rough time at home. The teacher, the teacher accuses him of plagiarizing his entire essay and Jake just flips out and he's like, no, I'm going to go get the fucking book and prove it to you. And he's like, no, don't go now. And he's, uh, he calls the teacher, or was it? He says, uh, why are you working so hard to impress us? Like, you keep telling us about the real world, but in the real world, you're competing with a bunch of 10th graders. And I was like, yeah, that's a, uh, that's, I wish I'd seen this film in school so that I could have locked that into more eloquently insult. Mm. That's those deep, man. That's, a, that's one of those things that could start a drug problem. Like mm. that, could, that could kickstart a, a, a lot of alcohol abuse. Mm. If you say that, if, mm. if you say something that true to a to an English teacher, that could fucking send a whole spiral. Um, but yeah, maybe some of you move on to um, our categories, uh, Sam. All right, categories. So we like uh, we like categories on this podcast, don't we, folks? Um, actually, I'm gonna have to put away my Donald Trump impression as well because he's um, he's going out of relevancy uh, pretty soon. <laughs> also, I have to say, as we doing this podcast right now, um, go back and listen to uh, Wolf of Wall Street um, grudge match. Grudge match, yeah. Because um, Donald Trump peak, um, I ain't fucking going nowhere. <laughs> um, at I the forgot moment, about that, yeah. So peak, um, but yeah. So we um, we like to have categories on this podcast where we compare these two things um, just to kind of see how it works. And the first one that we usually have is the instant cancellation. So in 1984, this came out. It was like, oh, this is all right, but now we're like, whoa, let's take it easy. Right, like, I, okay, I'm gonna say it now. I do not have one for um firstborn because i feel like i i just could oh wait no i do i'm lying what am i talking about it happens right at the beginning the teacher is talking that a a husky boy makes a very fine point right that is like if we're not allowed to ask questions how are we supposed to learn anything to which the teacher says to a child in his class uh you wouldn't have to worry about it if you spent as much time studying as you did stuffing your face. Did you say, did you call him a husky boy? Yeah, yeah, I've been Googling. You've been Googling husky boys. <laughs> Shout out to all my BBWs out here. <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful ebony BBWs. 
weird weird <laughs> are you the one calling my dude husky like i don't know that's um i mean you know that might be how homies uh self-identify now but you're right you're right that is um that's a little bit <laughs> sus but uh what about uh what about for the terminator instant uh, cancellation instant cancellation right and this is it's deep in the subtext of the movie but this dude legit kyle reese right served his whole life in the military in the resistance against the army took the opportunity to travel back in time right to alter mm -hmm. history really just so he could lose his virginity i don't see anything wrong with that literally zero percent wrong with that my man went back to bone um was healthy when you don't have to wait for the machines literally out there that you're not in the fucking dust just look i'm just saying do you know what i mean like find a find find a nice girl your own age in the future yeah there are no girls in the future sam <laughs> god damn it you stop that lincoln because this is tied to my weirdly woke moment <laughs> um so many yeah. girls in the future um no i wanted to say it's the cancellation i co-sign you one for um firstborn mm. big uh big cancellation it's like yeah take it easy obviously yeah you know all the things we're like smacking around um uh the mum. um mm. it's hard to cancel though when it's like the point of the movie well, you know yeah I mean? yeah it's tough but uh, weirdly work moment. So yeah, you were saying, I said um, erroneously that there are no girls in the future. Yeah, my weirdly work moment for Terminator is women in the military, right? Because you have to remember when this film came out, this film came out 16 years before women could serve in active combat in the US military, right? Because that was 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, so 1984, they were like, yeah, fuck it. Bunch, yeah. Half the army's women. Yeah. All right, there we go. I mean, you might as well. You might as well at that point. Um, I don't have anything for... Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry. You I, might as well. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Like, fuck it, man. Like, whatever Like whatever the thing is in your mind where you're like, we can't have women in combat. Yeah. Once once the machines have taken over... <laughs> right. Like, you're not doing... You're not squabbling over the very minor things like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Fine, fuck it. Like... You, yeah, yeah. By that point in time, you are legalizing literally everything. If the machines <laughs> take over, the very next day, gay marriage is legalized everywhere. Like, <laughs> Quickly, like, get this yeah. lady on PCP right fucking like, now. We, I promise you, if the machines take over, the very next day, we put all of our squabbles to the side. We're like, all right, we don't have time for this right now. Mm. Which is, again, why I am very pro uh, the machines taking over. Mm. And um, just putting us all in a, in a vat of um, <laughs> weird amniotic fluid and um just milk my brain because honestly mm. um we have had a long and good run and it's not going so well also can we just go back to when um sarah connor when they're in the um highly unbelievable um steel <laughs> smelting uh, mm. factory by the end I don't know why my brain works this way, but um, if you put me in a steel factory, like not today, yeah, in broad daylight with no pressure on me whatsoever, <laughs> I promise you, I would not find a way to work in hydraulic press. Like I promise <laughs> you, <laughs> I promise you, I'd have to watch like ten YouTube videos before that, and I'd have to like 
I would just be there like dead. Like I, all of the other stuff I can kind of see myself doing. I'm like, all right, cool. I can fucking, I can cauterize a wound and like. <laughs> you see yourself, th- yeah. you see yourself doing that before you see yourself pushing the big red button. 100%. 100% I see myself fixing up Carl Reese and then me and him smashing. But I do not see myself in a massive steel factory. I don't even know what the fuck you call that. I don't even, is it called a steel factory? Like, what are they called? It's just, it's just a, a factory, isn't it? A, a schmelt? A schmelt? Like, what's this? A steel schmelt? I don't. Yeah, I actually don't even know what they were making. Because they had the making robots. They had the robots that used to make the Picasso cars. Is that what that is? I don't know. I do. I don't fucking know, man. Like, I, I have... I, put me in there, dude. Just see me like, ah, oh, dude. I just, like, have to beg off and be like, I, I guess this is where it ends for me. See, I, f- I feel like there were three buttons on that machine. And I'm going... And I, I'm quickly going through all of the... I feel like that's the bit I'm fine with. But she didn't even see the buttons. She was because the thing uh, the Terminator had is hands around her throat. Yeah, so, so she's just, just like blindly. How do you know one of the buttons isn't the reverse button? Um, but yeah, let's go on with um, the rest of it. Uh, genre bender. If you could switch these genres, and I think this is quite interesting actually. If you could th- turn the ten degrees to the left, get a different type of movie. What would you get for the Terminator? I have to I have to piggyback on what you said and I would make it the story of uh an uh a mentally unwell Kyle Reese who isn't from the future mm. desperately trying to save John uh, save Sarah Connor from nothing and it's yeah. this psychiatrist's journey to try and get him back into everyday world and society have it like one of those depressing films where it's like you get uh Brian Cranston in a wheelchair you know See, I I was gonna go for a um, wait. What Brian Cranston in a wheelchair? Yeah, I feel like he did that rehab, physical rehab movie. It was like a struggle that I saw. All right, I feel like you didn't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go on. Um, I actually really like the idea of taking the Terminator out completely, but having Kyle Reese come back. And I was gonna do it a little bit different. I was gonna make it like a romantic comedy. Okay. Uh, where he has to come back in time. Um, and with the knowledge of uh, what's coming in the future, make Linda Hamilton fall in love with him. Or alternatively, you only see it from Linda Hamilton's perspective. And she has to come back. This guy comes back and says he's from the future. So you spend most of the movie thinking, is this a lie? Is he mentally ill? Is it true? And then you realize that it actually is true. And then you're like, oh, what does this mean? So I think that would actually quite work because I, I really like dig them as a couple. I think they're super fit. Yeah, man. So, do, 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 do. Uh, and then our last uh, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. So if we have to switch um, characters between Firstborn and the Terminator, what would you do? Right. This is to take Firstborn and push it more into the light comedic 80s tone i'm taking the police chief man i'm taking him and replacing him with peter weller right so that he's not it's not an abusive father it's just a guy who keeps saying shut the fuck up give me a cigarette like during in the middle he just has to interrupt everybody halfway through a sentence yeah you can have that um i would love to have the terminator in firstborn as the father oh Um, as the father as the father 
And uh, yeah, to just be like, there's something wrong with this guy. Like he, <laughs> he only repeats words back to you. He doesn't actually <laughs> say anything of his own. I'd love to see the like the interface that terminated with the convert. You know, okay, I have to I have to call back to it, bring it up. You know, when the janitor's knocking on the door and he's like, "Hey, buddy, you got a dead cat in there?" and Terminator scrolls through. There's like a, a list of dialogue options, which is yes, no, fuck off, asshole, and then. Please come back later. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wish you chose please come back later. <laughs> um, I have to also say, man, like, I love the Terminator. It is kind of sad to me that, um, and I don't want him to do, be like, a, I spoke to a friend about this fairly recently. Um, it doesn't have to be like a George Lucas thing where he goes back and redoes the special effects. But I wish that he would touch them up a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because there were little, there was times where it was like when it was like stop motion and basically like the Terminator, the endos, the the endoskeleton was like Wallace and Gromit. Where I was like, oh man, this this is taking me out of it a little bit. Okay, I agree with you on the face when he's mm. when, when they do when it's you know when he's got half the eye missing and he's yeah. stitching himself up. Totally agree with that because that's just, it. Just feels like a that's the best they could do with the money they had, but. I love the stop motion, man. I'm a suck like just watching stop motion animation reminds you know the old like um, Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts movies. I, really, I understand. I really I like understand. that kind of janky charm. I, I think um, given that it is a horror movie ostensibly, like a slasher, the the fact that like that it was like this uh, is really like awkward creaky looking thing where i was like i bet i could push that over right like, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, bet, I, I promise you i bet if you like sam you and i if you run and you kneel behind it mm. i bet i could, I could, push <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> I could push it over yeah and steal its lunch money like i don't it's that was to me i was like all right come on terminator and i just i keep trying to like throw my mind back to kind of you know and we're kind of wrapping up here. I'm trying to throw my mind back to like what it must have been like in 1984 to have the choice between the Terminator and um, and Peter Weller selling some coke on the side, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a pizza restaurant, <laughs> on the like like the actual like stakes in this are so wild. Like, so is there somewhere? So you know what? Ironically, the only people who would go and see uh this movie um firstborn over the terminator is some sort of abusive stepfather <laughs> yeah <laughs> who has dragged this just like no 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 we're not watching that sci-fi shit we're gonna go watch real people do real things <laughs> and then we get that um all right guys that's all we have for you guys today um we'll be back next week with um some new joints um remember to keep tuning in keep subscribing tell someone if you can if you dig it and um that's always been the thing here. You know, if you dig it and only if you dig it, tell someone and uh, don't hype it up too much, please. Just temper like, expectation. Temper, just be like, oh, it's better, better than you. It's probably better than you think it is. Like that's, that's what we'll take. Um, but Sam, anything else? Nah, that's it from me. All right, cool. All right. See you guys next week. Peace.